All right, and welcome back to the show. We are on episode 39. We double-checked and remembered. Triple-checked. Yep. All the checks. I'm joined with, by Jake, and this is producer Scrap. We are uh, doing an episode on Black Widow, since that's the new hot SEO content. It's just the Marvel rundown, essentially. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> uh, there's actually, uh, at the top, want to talk about, we are making a push to go primarily to Spotify. Although Apple invented the uh, podcast medium, they have pretty much decided, it seems, that they want nothing to do with it. And it, Yeah, it's pretty outstanding how not great that service is. Yes, their UI, their statistics on the back end have become enough of a pain in the butt that we'll continue to let our hosting service upload to them. But we're having issues with older episodes displaying. Um, just it, all the little things aren't yeah. working. This and is, yeah. Spotify is making a heavy push towards making that a more premier part of their medium, which means we're going to go where the... Uh, Money is exactly where where it's which we don't make. No, absolutely not. <laughs> but uh, I would say if you if you are ever like curious about where we're at or where to find episodes, following our Twitter, like this is the one actual useful thing that our Twitter could be used for is letting people know where we're at. So follow us at mm. HPR Show. Other um, issue, yes. Apple drops our episodes one day later than Spotify does. Ah, wow, that's just even more annoying then. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, I was like telling people because we had Ginger as a co-host last time. Yep. Uh, to talk about National Treasure, her favorite movie. And her and a bunch of her friends who wanted to listen in were like, it didn't drop today. I was like, it most certainly did. They were like, well, it didn't come to Apple until the next day. That's so annoying. Mm-hmm. Wow. Which, when you find out that way, yeah. it's tough. It's very tough. <laughs> oh. Um, well, also, like, comment, subscribe, rate, whatever the review system is on yep. whatever platform you're on. Let's know how we're doing and how we can improve. We're we, open yeah. to feedback. If you like and subscribe and rate and review on your preferred uh, platform, if you have both platforms, we are preferring the liking and subscribing and all that jazz on Spotify at this point. Yes. Yes, um, yes. I. It's, you know, Rogan, the best, po- you know, the biggest numbers podcast of the land moved to Spotify. Mm-hmm. And it's not shocking that after a $100 million deal they decided to make the user interface better. <laughs> right. Yeah, they're like, look, if we're going to invest in the money to get one guy, mm-hmm. we're going to make it all work well. Well, and then they just got a Caller Daddy a couple mm-hmm. weeks ago, uh, which is now like archaic old news. Somebody listening right now is like, how are you guys just now talking about exactly. this? Uh, although I think we covered it when it happened. Too. But yeah, like they have now spent something like $500 million on exclusive uh, podcast deals. Wow. And we're doing it for free, Spotify, so hook us up yeah. on the back end. <laughs> Thank you for having a better UI. <laughs> oh, man. Um, have you seen... Getting back into the more movie news. Yes. Uh, well, not even that just yet. Uh, the Stream Deck. Uh, oh, the... the yes, uh, Steam. The Steam. Yeah, the Steam Deck. Steam Deck. Is it Steam Deck? Steam Deck. I thought it was Stream Deck. Nope. Stream Deck is like if we were going to ever stream like podcast or gaming stuff. <laughs> So I think my Razer Synapse just crashed. Oh, wow. It's got about <laughs> 10, 10 error messages there. But yes, I have heard about the Steam Deck. It is the PC Switch, essentially. Yes. Um, they looked at Nintendo and said, hold my beer. Yeah. And it's going to have a lot of cool uh, features, like the ability... I think it links up with your Xbox. Is that what you're telling so me? It, it's a Linux PC machine, essentially. Okay. You can put your own operating systems on it. You can put Windows on it. So oh, if you okay. put Windows on it, you can boot it up and have Game Pass running, which gives you access oh, to your Xbox. Shit, that's kind of rad. You can also get all the ROMs you want. 
You can use this as a machine to play whatever the hell you want to play. So if you what you're saying is my $100 ROM device Correct. has now been rendered completely obsolete? <laughs> Correct. Even though it's already kind of obsolete? Yes. <laughs> I'm glad that it made it here from China eventually. <laughs> Steam came out with a $400 version. It, well, and that's kind of one of the things I want to bring up is the $400 version is kind of not... You know, it's kind of trash. You don't want to get it. Yeah. It, 64 gig... Yeah, which would maybe a game that like that's not not even Call of Duty. No, absolutely, it's not yeah, Call of Duty. That's one half Call of Duty. Granted, I don't know if you want to play Call of Duty on on like a Switch tablet type of thing. I want to try. Fair, fair. I mean, it's, I feel like you'd be clunky as hell. The age old just because you can doesn't mean you should. Right. <laughs> and I operate heavily in that area. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, it like it's also a weird market to go after. Because you're going at the heavy, after the heavy PC gamer market, and if you're With like a handheld, where people like it, pretty much yeah. people who are into PC gaming, hot take, they're not into games. They're into building better PCs. Yeah, they don't give a shit about the game most of the time. They're like master race PC. Exactly. So in that sense, it makes sense of oh, there's a new hardware thing. I'm going to mm-hmm. get the hardware thing. But it's getting, I feel like it might be a big flash in the pan. But I think this is probably it. It's too expensive of a price point for me or you. Right. But it is like we would be the right target audience for Absolutely. The casual gamer. It's it's the casual gamer. It's the uh, I want to get into PC gaming, but I don't have a thousand plus dollars to put into a PC. Right. So like that's the area where I'm thinking it's worth it for me, but also at the same time I should get a Switch at some point. Uh, bro. Get a refurb. <laughs> like we, we talk about this on the show all the time. Yeah. Refurbish Switch Lite till a Switch 2 comes out. And then you'll sink your money into this instead anyway because the Switch 2 won't live up to your expectations. Absolutely. I mean, we, we know how this all works. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's going to happen. <laughs> um, I, I will say, Steam or Valve, perfect timing on marketing this. Like Everyone's yeah. all pissy about the uh, Switch OLED being not... Right, the and Switch they're dropping OLED. it and the uh, flash of the new PS5 and the yep. Xbox Series X... Has kind of, I won't say died down because the chip, the lack, the chip shortage, yeah. the back order. Like we're six months into those products launching, uh, no, seven or eight now. Yeah, because they launched right before Christmas, and we're still having issues with accessibility. To just you can't go down to Walmart and pick one up. Yeah, um, and so this is like at the perfect time where those are kind of tapering off, and everybody kind of knows status quo is it's tough to find consoles right now. Oh yeah, we have a new one coming out. I think we're gonna have an issue with shortage on them. So they they did have a good uh, pre-order system to prevent people from buying a, a bulk order and just like resell. Bought and resale market, yeah. yeah. So they did have a good system with there at least. I assume but it has to be also, linked to your Steam account. And it's pro- is it a limit of one per customer? It was a limit of one per customer, and your Steam account had to have been active before June twenty twenty one. You had to have bought something before June. You know so what? You couldn't just. I'm okay with this. Yeah. Like I mean, scalpers and resellers. Oh, it's hell. The um, do you remember when the Series X came out and like you were seeing crazy numbers, like people charging twelve hundred dollars on eBay yeah, for a it's insane. And they're, like, they're trying to justify like, oh, I gotta feed my family. It's like, or well, don't like, buy an Xbox. Yeah, get gas for your car, go to work. Exactly. Like, <laughs> they're like you know, some kids are really gonna want to have this on their for Christmas. I'm like, yeah, their parents would love to have half the money that they spent on it as well. Exactly. Yeah. Like. Mm-hmm. A whole nother diatribe yeah. for a different time. But uh, 
I'm glad to see that Steam is taking an effort. It, that Steam watched those two launches yes. and said, okay, there's a problem that we can fix. I'm also glad that they're doing it better than the Steam Box from 2013, which was their first I to console. I forgot about the Steam Box. Well, that's because it was dead on arrival. <laughs> yeah. Did, did they even actually release these things? I think it released... Uh, I saw some people with the controller. It was a weird-looking controller as well. It had, like, the two circle... Uh, like yeah, touch trackpad spaces. It was a five hundred less than five hundred thousand units sold. Yeah, so it's below what uh, the Wikipedia will kind of enter as a hard number. Exactly. <laughs> Ugh. Wow. It's yeah. It was tough. I forgot about this. I kind of don't hate the idea of it. I don't hate it either. But the it just like mankind wasn't ready for it. No. <laughs> it's I mean it's VR as well. We're not ready for it. The casual consumer doesn't have space for it. How long do you think until we have, like, we're heading that way. Like, VR is going to become the dominant medium. At some point. Um, Do you think we, in our, in mine and your lifetime, we're younger guys, we're mid-twenties. Fuck. Um, (laughs) Just a hearty Geralt fuck. Um, Hey, that's probably the first time I've just outright just (laughs) uh, taken that label without any... uh, Somebody going, you are in your late 20s. Uh, uh, I hate it so much, but... Uh, but before we get something like... Like, we're obviously going to get what you get when you go to, like, an Andretti's go-karting and they have the big thing set up where you yeah. hold the thing and you see... And they got you in that kind of, like, fenced-off arena. But how long until you think we get something Ready Player One? Uh, or Sword Art Online? Ready Player One, Sword Art Online, probably... I don't know if it's in our lifetime. It might be the tail end. I can see, like, in... Th- 30 to 50-ish years, like, probably 30 years, them having, like, a VR thing for office meetings, essentially. Yeah. Going the corporate route of, like, all right, put in a headset, and now you're in the Kingsman, the Secret Service, where they put on the the glasses, and they can see everybody else at the table. Exactly. I'm here for that. I can see that happening. (laughs) Like, you're sitting at home, you put on your glasses, and it's like, okay, you signed into the meeting. Mm -hmm. And can see you, and you can see them, or whatever. It's your... Avatar or whoever Dude, it is. I'm picturing <laughs> my mind's immediately jumping to an application where you have those glasses, oh, yeah. you put them on, you're at your meeting, and you've got D and D, but a la the uh, 3D oh, chess as the game cool. from yeah. Star Wars, Star Trek. No, no Star oh, Wars. You oh, know oh, oh, oh. The, the little monsters right. on the table. Like yes. you're playing D and D with that with those glasses. <laughs> That'd be pretty cool too. I'm like, yeah. Bezos kept oh. the check. <laughs> I mean, that was something Microsoft was working on at one point, the HoloLens. Yeah, the ho- I actually pitched the HoloLens at the time I was working for a uh, Fortune 500 shipping company. Yeah. And they were trying to figure out how can we be more um, cutting edge because mm-hmm. basically we were like printing papers out and writing them out and then scanning them and sending them into another office yeah. to mark orders completed. And I was like, you guys, that's got-. I was like, it is staggering that you are like the 16th largest business in the country. And you are still printing things out and faxing things. Yeah. I'm like... No one should be faxing in the year of our Lord 2021. Well, so earlier than that. My pitch was we should do something like HoloLens where everybody has kind of an office cubicle and you have this AR, you know, Pioneer and AR system where you're plucking and moving data. Be pretty cool. Yeah. Be super sick. Uh, But I think that's kind of where the office environment goes is the internet gets a lot more like Futurama than not. Yes. I (laughs) agree. But, yeah. I don't know. Oh, they've kind of... They came out with a HoloLens 2, but I don't remember the first HoloLens ever coming out. I didn't know they came out with a HoloLens 2. I'll be very honest with you. I Googled it because we were talking about it. Fair. 
Um, so maybe on the next episode we might have an update on hollow lenses. We'll do a yeah, we'll do a deep dive. I'm seeing a dude, a soldier wearing one. I think that might be distracting. I can also see that being <laughs> distracting. Unless it's tracking the bullet coming in at you. Dude, like I'm looking at like obviously it's like 3D modeling and stuff that they've yeah. used to make it look like what they want it to look like. But some of the stuff they have written up there is super sick. If you are at home and have never heard of the HoloLens, it's uh, a Microsoft product, right? Yes. Check the YouTube check YouTube out because there is a um, great video of like somebody you, a day in the life of using one mm. that man does it get you excited for the future awesome well, yeah definitely uh, check that out um, we are so off track already absolutely <laughs> uh, what else were, I, I had something or some sort of spin off I was going to go after there but I can't think of it if you think of it we'll circle back around it's never stopped us before true <laughs> I probably won't but what do you want to get into next I'm thinking uh, Loki's finale that's, okay. I think that's what mo- like our mainline movie we're going to do is Black Widow and Loki's season finale, I think, are probably the two things that most people want to hear about. Almost certainly, yeah. Uh, so we'll have one at the top, one at the end. Works for me. Um, Michael Waldron, I think, besides the hat guy, Feige himself, I think Waldron's going to kind of be the architect for... Um, what, what did we call the Thanos saga? That was the first three... Uh, the Infinity parts. Saga. The Infinity Saga. I think Michael Waldron might be one of the keys to the kingdom... Of phase the second four, yeah. saga. Okay. Not even just phase four, just right. the second saga as a whole. Okay. Um, he's going to be working on... He's worked on Loki. He's coming back for season two. Cool. He's working on Doctor Strange. Okay. And he's working on... Spy, and his name's listed as something for uh, Spider-Man. Nice. Um, and we already basically outright know that Spider-Man's going to be multiverse. Yes. Doctor Strange has multiverse in the name. And, like... Yeah. Wanda Maximoff's going to be in Doctor Strange, and, and they've kind Loki's of showing up for a second Doctor Strange. Yeah, and you've gotten this opportunity. Like Waldron was given this opportunity to introduce a variant, at least, of what might be our next Thanos. Yeah. In what we can only imagine is Kang the Conqueror, played yes. by almost certainly Kang the Conqueror. From yeah, he'll he'll be appearing more in Ant Man Quantumania. Yes, that was the one I was forgetting. Um, and we might have gotten a spoiler, 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 sneak peek of him at the end of Loki season finale. Uh, yes. As He Who Remains or Immortus. I am drawing a blank on the games. actor's name, and I cannot find him in the sheet. He... Um, ah, Jonathan Majors. And I think what yes. we'll get that's really exciting about Jonathan Majors playing this role is that Jonathan, the person we're introduced to... They never say his name, so no. we don't necessarily know it's Kane the Conqueror. We, we don't. Know it's Kane the Conqueror. He did say he was known as a Conqueror. Yes, multiple times. But, um, but Jonathan Majors, I think, is going to have a lot of fun with this role because he got to play it one way, and now when he gets to sit back into the chair, he gets to play another a lot of ways. man yeah. who remains, but he doesn't have to play the same character again. Yeah. Um, a lot of people are kind of viewing the he who remains as... Uh, the Immortus version of Kang, which is right. like the Kang who was around for such a long time. He ran into the Timekeepers, who in the comics are a real thing, not robots. Something he made. Who, by the way, Jonathan Majors voiced the uh, Timekeepers. Oh, really? In Loki. Yeah. I didn't catch that because they got such a filter. Yeah, them. they filter him, but that, apparently they came out and said like, oh yeah, he was the voice for them. Mm-hmm. The back, yeah, it, 
it doesn't matter because it was filtered heavily. No one could ever tell. Right. <laughs> but um, it, it's, yeah. it sounds right without me having to go back and double check with you saying it, but I didn't catch it on the first pass. Yeah. I don't think you could catch it. It was more that I heard that it happened or mm-hmm. read that it happened. And you know what? I kind of like that we got Miss Bennett's one last time yeah. as they come into the castle. And it's very much she's his assistant, not yeah. the TVA's AI. Like, exactly. The fact that she kind of exists outside of it was a very interesting wrinkle. I I would assume that means he probably made her or he brought her from the 31st century. I think it's a he brought her. I think he might have brought her from a different Kang timeline because he talks about, yes, Miss Minutes has served me for a long time. Is she still mm. calling me that? Like, right. Very much a I don't keep track of her day to day. I'm not like terribly familiar with her. Mm. Like, that's what I, that's the impression yeah. I got. Um. I also, on the way over, was listening to, uh, like, some stuff about Kang. And they might have dropped another hint that it is Kang in Loki Episode 5. The, uh, when they're, was this the number? No. It's uh, when they're drive when Owen Wilson's driving away with Sylvie. Mobius and Sylvie are driving away in the car, and you see the uh, Sphinx in the background. Mm-hmm. There's another version of Kang called Ramatut, who went back in time to Egypt and was ruling as a pharaoh. And he flew around in his... Uh, Sphinx ship. Copter? Yeah, his Sphinx with the, ship. With the Thanos copter? <laughs> exactly, with the Thanos copter in the background, too. That, I, you know, <laughs> so, what are your thoughts? And this is obviously, we're way past spoiler heavy. Yeah. Um, Mobius not remembering Loki. So. I'm big bummed. I'm big bummed. I mean, they're, they're doing a second season, so they'll fix it all then. But yes. I, some people are saying that he's in a different timeline or a different universe. I think it's more of like, he got pushed back into the regular universe, but because Sylvie... Back to the future, things, time change. Yes, I yeah. think it's a back to the future. That is that is my initial impression, because we very much are given an indicator that TVA exists outside of time. Yeah. Uh, although it obviously appears to be affected by time. Yes. Which, to me, what that says is it's not necessarily affected by time in that time moves in the TVA. It's more about, like... He could repluck that variant yeah. one minute earlier, and that variant would then not exist uh, as a TVA agent with the memories of that TVA agent because it would have been a whole different set of circumstances. Oh, Ice God. <laughs> the Alpha Brain's kicking in, baby. Oh, the Alpha Brain's not kicking in. <laughs> oh, no. Jake and I, this is not a sponsorship for On It's Alpha Brain, but fuck, does it work? Uh, Jake and I uh, were feeling sluggish before the show. <laughs> Took some. Oh, God. <laughs> um, yeah, I, it was very cool to see the uh, statue of... Okay, the timekeepers changed the statue of Kang? Yeah. <sighs> I mean, even going in, the uh, when Loki and Sylvie enter that citadel at the end of time or whatever. Yes, which, uh, great name for your castle. Yeah. Like, also, if you are going to pick a name for your castle, like, people get monikers, citadel at the end of time... Jean Lafitte being the last king of the pirates. Doesn't get much cooler. <laughs> no, absolutely not. Um, also, side note, that castle or citadel or whatever is built out of the asteroid. If you notice that. Like, oh, that I didn't asteroid catch that. being red, or not red, black with gold veins going through it. Yeah, the whole citadel is carved out of it. Yeah. That's rad. It's very rad. I got very Doctor Strange, uh, okay. Sanctum Santorum um, absolutely. vibes with the windows being kind of circles with yeah. in, uh, um, intracircular circles especially the window in the background of he who remains yeah. mm-hmm. um, 
Where was I going with this? <laughs> the Alphabrain's not helping, It's man. also cool. Um, it's very cool. I like that we kind of saw a very broken uh, Loki at the end of this. Like, yes. just so defeated, so wanted to, like, we screwed up. We have to fix this. Yeah. And then the look on his face when he realizes Mobius and Hunter B-55. 15, I think. B-15. Um, and when he realizes that they're no longer... Yeah, Hunter B-15. Um, when he realizes they're no longer his friends anymore. Like, all the shared experiences where they were yeah. all on the same side fighting time. Like, they're gone. I think we're going to see the multiverse kind of be the enemy for this next A phase bit. four. Like, I can see that. Um, and I found it really interesting. Okay. In the opening, when they were going through the Marvel thing, and they were doing all oh, of the so good. intro voices... I love, okay, a lot of people are complaining that that's super self-indulgent on Marvel to just, like, keep on, like, hey, look at all the cool shit we did. I'm like, no. it's cool shit. Absolutely. Show it to me as many you want. Yeah. But one of the voices we got was um, Mad Mc, Mads Mikkelsen's character from Doctor Strange. Okay. Um, he played Kaecilius. Kaecilius, yeah. Kaecilius, yeah. Man, I really am glad Dude, I pulled that out of the... Yeah, I'm glad you did too, because I was like, yep, his character, whose uh, name is... Mm. And it's him talking about Dormammu stopping time and saving Earth from time and time being the bad guy. Really? Yeah. I didn't catch that at and all. And that's like... It, it's a real quick snippet, but if you read the whole context of the th- the phrase uh, that he says... Okay. Is it's that speech in the movie, and I really don't remember it, but somebody pointed that out to me, and I went, holy crap... <laughs> Time, the multiverse, I think that's our big bad, with Kang as kind of its arbiter yeah. of I mean, sorts. You also had uh, some real-world quotes as well, mm-hmm. which I guess means Like Nelson that, Mandela? Yeah, and also one. Neil Armstrong, mm-hmm. uh, one, small spe- one Small Step. I mean, I guess that means that our world is in the MCU universe now. Yeah. They, wow. I think real Earth is an MCU like multiverse. Like They've done that in the comics yeah. before. I mean, yeah, DC did it too. That's mm-hmm. where you get Superboy Prime from. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. Uh, man, this was... this So good. I honestly was a little underwhelmed when... With, with the ending? When I watched it. Like, when okay. I watched it, I was like, oh, man. And then, like, the more it just kind of... The synapses fired, and I started putting things... Because it... Because I, I was the same way. When Sylvie and he remains are left there, I was you like... You didn't get a sense of closure. Wow. Or a boss fight. Yeah. I wanted the, I've been playing a lot of Dark Souls. I want the boss fight. Right, yeah, yeah. You didn't have this explosive finale where it was like, guy gets the girl and you vanquish the monster. Or yeah, like, or even like a... It wasn't even like a smug death of like... I don't know. I guess it was kind of smug of the I'll see you soon or whatever, but it was like a... But then he doesn't bleh. apparently. Well, he might. I wonder if... What are the odds that our Immortus Kang is the same Kang, but he's just younger and they just have to be like observing it in a different way? Maybe. That's a, that's a definitely a potential. Yeah, he hasn't become a benevolent god yet. He's hanging out with the uh, Ravona Renslayer. Mm-hmm. They're hooking well, up. We're definitely getting her back. Oh, absolutely. And they're they're she, a couple in the comics. Do you think she'll be the only one who remembers yes. the original timeline? Yeah, I think she and Loki will remember, mm-hmm. and Sylvie whenever we find Sylvie again. Yeah, they've got to bring Sylvie back. Yeah, yeah. Uh, big fan of the two of them. I'm. I'm more okay with their relationship than I was previously. <laughs> You've come around on it. It's still a weird concept to get around because it's not something that we'll ever in our lifetimes ever like have to have a moral quandary on. 
there's no nothing to say in society like what are the rules if you are dating yourself right that's not you actually because it's a different it's variant you. timeline you yeah huh yeah I don't know send it it's comics like let them oh, be absolutely. weird uh and yeah. it makes sense for Loki having to he's learning to love himself in more ways than one <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking forward to yeah. now that this is complete oh the zoom out at the very end this is my last like real note on this mm-hmm. is showing us the visualization of the, sh- the timeline shattering yeah it was so cool oh it was awesome I want that as a wallpaper absolutely um, I loved when he's like when it starts diverging he's like Drops his pen on the table, see if it's gonna fall or whatever. He's like, mm-hmm. I have no idea what's gonna happen after yeah, yeah. this. We've hit the we've hit the uh, threshold. Yeah, I was like, oh shit. Jonathan Majors just ate every scene he was oh, in. It was incredible. He, he stole the show. Yeah, yeah. And uh, like, okay, I got another one. Last note is yeah. the mirroring of Loki dropping his weapon the first time mm-hmm. to talk, convince Sylvie that he's not trying to oh, um, yeah. stop her, and then this time to show her that he is trying to stop her. Like, very good mirroring moment. I love... Oh, the callbacks. Cinematic. That type of thing. Yeah. yeah. Like, not even really a Chekhov's gun. Just, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And just his whole line of, like, I don't care what happens. I just want you to be okay. He's like, aww. I mean, it tugs at the heartstrings. Absolutely. I'm a sucker for these things. Yeeted. I kicked your table accidentally. I didn't mean to. You're good. It won't show up on the audio, but... Just so everyone knows, I actually get to stay. I'm sure it will show up on the audio. Well, <laughs> um, I'm looking forward to now with the multiverse being an open discussion, basically. Yes. Because they've definitely played it close to the chest. They've definitely not acknowledged it. They've even read herring dust with it, with Jake Gyllenhaal's character in yeah. Spider-Man: Far From Home. Absolutely. Um, At the same time, does that mean that the uh, who was he a Cree? The guy who's no. Whoever's pretending to be uh, Nick Fury. Nick Fury, yeah. Scroll. Scroll, yeah. Yes. Does that mean the scroll know about the multiverse? Because he was willing to accept it immediately. I don't know. It throws out some, some things. But I'm looking forward to Marvel What If. Because yes. what I think this leads into is Marvel is going to, hey, we made this fun what if thing, and if it garners enough traction, it might just be a multiversal thing that they bring into a real live action thing. That would be awesome. Mm-hmm. I think that uh, I think they've basically just made their own test bed. Where yeah. they can throw an idea out there, and if it doesn't play, they can go, well, it was fun. Exactly. Like, well, and we'll it doesn't try. have to be canon, but they can make it canon if they want to. Yeah. I mean, anything can be canon now. It's a multiverse. Mm-hmm. It just didn't happen in your canon. Yeah. Star Wars. Do that. I could... I, I honestly <laughs> make a multiverse. Couldn't be more ex- excited with the final card saying, Loki will be back in season two. Yeah. That, I was pretty thrilled there. Cool. Yeah. Um... I had already heard there was a like small end credits announcing that, so I didn't get it fresh, but was still thrilled that it popped up. I managed to fly blind on it. Nice. I always I have no social media. Uh, like you're a smart man, Charlie. <laughs> Smarter it, than me. Um, um, I've also seen something floating around uh, theory wise that the Eternals being a thing, uh, the reason why they haven't acted until now is because the multiverse wasn't a thing until now. Oh, they are a thing that was brought into existence recently? Their movies are going to come up soon, but they've been around forever, apparently, is is the whole point of them. But what I'm trying to say is, like, they now exist in our timeline where they didn't prior exist in the timeline because of the multiverse? they did prior exist. 
they didn't do anything. They never. Oh, because now the multiverse is here, so now it's a threat that they feel like they yes. need to weigh in on. I think that's what. Okay. Is happening there. I can see it going either way, and I'm excited for both. Yes. Um, yeah, the phase four goes Black Widow, Shang-Chi, and the Legend of Thunder Rings, Eternals, Spider-Man No Way Home, Doctor Strange. I'm so looking get, forward to Doctor Strange. Oh, yeah. Then you get Thor Love and Thunder. Yes. Which would be a nice break. Just a nice, like, palate cleanser, I think. Bet it's not. It's not. Absolutely not. <laughs> That's a trick. Uh, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. The Marvels, which is uh, Captain Marvel 2. Mm-hmm. Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantum I think. Do you think we're going to get introduced to the young Miss Marvel in that? Yes. Absolutely yeah. we are. I imagine so. They're, I mean, they're calling it the Marvels because they're, they're bringing anyone that's ever associated with, with Marvel, Marvel, essentially. I wonder yeah. if we'll get Captain Marvel, like well, the very old school yeah. cosmic warrior. I think they – I thought they had him in Captain Marvel. No, he was not one of the people oh, in right, that. Oh, right, 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 right. That was Nova Corps, and yes. we have not gotten a Nova yet. Yeah, it's true. Um, even though we've seen, obviously, the Nova Corps, the uniforms, all that. Or Adam Warlock, which was heavily hinted at. That's not Nova, but it popped up in Guardians. Yeah, we got him in Guardians with um, Elizabeth DeBecky's... The Gold People. Yes, Gold People Experiment. Making the perfect human. Yeah. Who's going to look a lot like Peter Quill, I imagine. <laughs> Maybe. I don't, I don't not see them like leaning into that based on like, the discussion and all the implications. Oh, do you think that'll be Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3? I hope so, kind of. Because that's coming out after Ant-Man and the Wasp. And then Fantastic Four is listed as undated. Emily Blunt shooting this down so hard makes me, A, think she's definitely doing it. B, makes me disappointed in the fact that she's not taking them up on the offer for this. Yeah. John Krasinski's definitely in it. I hope, please. If John Krasinski is, I almost, okay, one of my, who, who do you want to play Susan Storm if Krasinski's still Reed Richards, but it's not Emily Blunt? I honestly don't know. I honestly have not thought about it beyond the <laughs> fact of like John Krasinski, John Krasinski would make the perfect Richards at this point. Right. That's where the thought ends in my mind. I'm going to throw a spitball out there that I literally am just thinking of. The okay. blonde from Baby Driver. Okay. I could see that. I don't know her name, but I could see that. Um, we'll find uh, out in a second. It'll make good radio. We'll yeah, figure it out. absolutely. This makes I just typed in Elizabeth because my brain is just broken. <laughs> uh, Lily James? Lily James. There we go. Yeah. I could see that. I'm down for that. Dude, we got John Bernthal as um, the guy who got blown up, right? In Age of Ultron. Was he Skullface? Um, Crossbones? Crossbones, yeah. No. He was not? Not John. It's not John Bernthal. Uh, you're right. That's not John Bernthal. That is the guy from The Purge. John Bernthal was the Punisher and Netflix yes, is the Punisher. Yeah. I, knew, I knew we'd already exhausted John Bernthal as a character. Not technically. Not technically. Because Marvel's doesn't really count anything that wasn't on Disney+. Plus. Oh, really? Yeah. No kidding. Yeah. I want to see John Hamm come in as somebody. I don't know who. I would love to see John Hamm. I just enjoy John Hamm. Absolutely. Also, you know, he, when he was in college, he lit somebody on fire. I didn't know that. You actually you might have told me that. Yeah. That's my favorite fact about John Hamm is he lit a uh, pledge on fire. Oh, God. <laughs> His Batman allegedly, we'll throw out an allegedly. We'll throw out a hard allegedly in there. Don't come after us, John Ham. We really like you. <laughs> we are huge fans, but we do have a question <laughs> that you're not going to like answering. Yeah. <laughs> oh lord. Um, that kind of wraps my Marvel talk. You got anything else you want to add? Before? It doesn't wrap our Marvel talk because we got no, Marvel, Marvel we got Black come, Widow, but, but yeah, it wraps my Loki talk and theories for and the future. theories for future. Yes. Okay. 
Um, Apple TV is doing a uh, show called The Foundation oh. based on Isaac Asimov's books of the same name. Did you ever read The Foundation? Let me check. Uh, I did not, no. Very weird book. You open with meeting your char- your main character, and then after the prologue, it has jumped 250 years in the future, and both characters you were originally introduced to are now dead. Ah. And then after the first chapter, it does the same thing. Ah. And then after the next chapter, it does the same thing. Wow. It's very weird, and it is like one of the most pioneering sci-fi books of all time because of it, because it is like this... It's probably the grandest scale book ever written because it spans 10,000 years. Jesus. Yeah, like maybe like a thousand. But the point is, it yeah. spans an incredible amount of time. I'm very interested to see how – because I watched a um, – whatever Apple put out where the director talked. Like not necessarily the trailer, but not necessarily right, an interview her. with the director. Okay. And he distinctly says it's a crazy story that's tough to accomplish because it takes place over a thousand years. And I'm like, oh, man, how are you going to pull this off? Yeah. I'm like, we have all heard about Cat Cloud Atlas, and I don't know anyone who sat through it. I sat through it. I saw it with my English class. Uh, I think I went there for extra points on a, on a grade or a test, so that's why I sat through it. Yep. It, they lost me pretty quick. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. Like, it is going to be an ambitious under- undertaking. Absolutely. I am liking, as long as we're rebooting old properties, I like that people are going back to these legacy original um, sci-fi things. Like, we've got Dune coming up with yep. Timothy Chalamet and Jason Momoa. Very excited Oscar about Isaacs. Zendaya. Could not be more thrilled. Yep. I, like, I love Star Wars. If this, if we start get the, getting the Duneverse... And it starts rivaling Star Wars level quality. <laughs> I'm so glad that's a thing. <laughs> and it starts rivaling Star Wars lexicon. Like, I am here for it. Oh, that'd be pretty great. I don't know if... It'd be... It, I think... I think it'd be tough to make something today that rivals the Star Wars. Yeah, that's, that definitely has the the time. You know, like, yeah. just flat out the time. There's no no other... Like it, it, it's Great gonna take, factor. Yeah, it's going to take years to decades but to be able to... I'm more getting at space opera, our most yes. recent one being The Last Skywalker, Rise, of, Rise Skywalker. of Skywalker, and it was kind of a flop. Kind of poo-poo. Yeah, and really... We're getting... We're fixing it with the TV shows. <laughs> write, a, write a three-land plot, please. Uh, if, you're, if you're making movies that are multiple-part series... Yeah. Looking at you, have Hobbit. Have a plan. Looking at you, Hobbit. Looking at you, Star Wars. Yes. Have any sort of plan. Please. Rian Johnson, quit trying to make statements on every project you work on. Yes. <laughs> Please. I, you know, I love and I hate that, like, this is where you just have to, like, accept people are people. Because, like, when I figured out who the director was for uh, Last Jedi, mm-hmm. and I hated that so much when I watched it in the theater... And then I found out it was Rian Johnson, and then it, like Knives Out came out, and I was like, "Fuck, I don't hate everything he does." <laughs> <laughs> You're like, "Damn it, I can separate the artist from." The yeah, artist. I was like, "Okay, I just, I, I gotta just have found, come up with a more complex theory." Yeah. Um, there was another. There's another TV show coming out. I think on FX. FX FX on Hulu, uh, and it's also some other TV show or series that's like absurd to actually. Put to a medium. Mm-hmm. Do you know? I don't called? remember what it's called. Okay, so it's not tough. helpful. Uh, and I've been trying to look it up this entire time. 
But the article I read about it. So uh, I thought. N- I don't know if it's. Bro, you are. I, I'm really stretching. You it. have just only told me that a, a TV show is coming out. I know, and the article I read said that the TV show is not actually coming out either. <laughs> so I'm so confused. I don't really know why I brought it up, but I wanted to see if you might have heard of it. Clearly, you haven't. We, we are, move on. We're past gonna this. put a pin in this, and we'll revisit it. Mm-hmm. Oh, did you see that Apple might be buying a twenty-four? I didn't. I don't know how I feel about that. Um. Because I, I don't want it all to come out on Apple TV because I'm not going to get it. That would be what I don't like about it because um, I still won't get Apple TV. Yep. You're not going to make me do it. A24 could use a budget increase. And Fair. They're bought, like, I think A24 costs something like $2 billion or something. Sure. And uh, Apple's petty cash was like $200 billion last year. So, like... They're like, yeah, we got it. We got a lot. It's the equivalent of me going, do I really need a second bag of chips at the grocery store for them to pick them up? Yeah. Which means they can infuse them with a lot of cash, and that is on a couple of their pro- – like, don't get me wrong. Love a lot of A24 stuff. Don't like a lot of A24 stuff. But the budget has been like, okay, if you guys could add you know, 50000 to your CGI budget, this would take it from good to great or great to best. Um. Yeah. And some of their storylines are just unsavable, but, you know, so it's not like money can solve all problems. But I'd be excited to see it occur if things still get standard movie releases, still get dropped on other pl- streaming platforms, and this is just a cash infusion for them to produce better quality work. And Apple, hopefully, Apple is just seeing them from that perspective. Yeah. It doesn't become an exclusive thing. I, yeah, that's kind of how I hope it is as well. Um, Good, good for A24. Uh, I mean, do your business, get the money, make good product. Mm-hmm. Hopefully it's not all exclusives. Um, if stuff appears there first, fine. Yeah, if it's 30 days on Apple TV, yeah. what? don't care. I'll wait. Um, yeah. The only other... Do you have any more you want to say on that? Not really. Okay. Uh, what do you think about Netflix going into gaming? They are. Yeah. That's when I think about it. They are? <laughs> okay. Yeah. They, it, uh, seems, it seems like a um, – I don't know how – like I need to know a lot more about what they're trying to do with it. So, but I'm not shocked that they're getting into another digital meeting. Yeah. I, I feel like they're taking a stab at the whole Xbox calling Game Pass the Netflix of video games. Mm-hmm. And be like, no, we're the Netflix of video, video games. games. Well, they used to do video games. True. Back when you used to be able to get – you know, DVDs in the mail, you could also get games in the mail. Yeah, I think... what think Gamefly read, put them out of business on that front. Yeah, what I've read is there is a potential, potential partnership with Sony in, coming into place there. Oh, do we just get more exclusives in a bigger divide? Well, if we get more exclusives, you already have Netflix. You just need a controller at that point or maybe like a Sony account. No, I mean more to... like things picking sides where oh, Battlefield's yes. now only on Sony. Absolutely, yes. Modern Warfare's only on Xbox. Yeah, pretty much. I mean... Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Guys, can we not see what's going on in politics to know that this is a bad fucking idea? It's a bad fucking idea, but, you know, both monies make a shit ton of... Both companies make a shit ton of money, so... Mm-hmm. I can speak, I promise. The outbrain's working. <laughs> Maybe. Well, we're also drinking, so that's not helping. Yeah, my drink's... <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, the, uh, here's the Endgame logo. It's the Netflix N with the word game next to it. Holy shit, that. But the, the render does have what looks like two PS5 DualShock controllers. I'm going to throw this out there. Yeah. 
you can't really throw in next to game in this day and age, I feel like. Oh, that's a good point. We're not going to look at that any further yeah. as well. We're just going to throw that out there for your own thoughts and judgments on it. Yeah. Uh, Yikes. Yeah. That, well, and my brain immediately went to in-game, the Stick Ninja game. Oh. Where you used, do you remember that? No. Old Flash? Oh, my God. I had it on the PSP. I paid for a free game that I could play <laughs> on Addicting Games. Incredible. Uh, um, yeah. It, the Netflix thing there is... Interesting, but I, I don't know how they get it to the mass market where, like, I doubt people's remotes are going to work well enough to be a gaming device. This game. No, I absolutely have no clue what this, this game is. Oh, my he God. He showed me what looks like a, a runner of some sort. Yeah, it, a it's runner. like Fancy Pants Adventure, uh, like, very much existed in that era, mm-hmm. Internet 1.0. Oh, my God, this was so much. I wasted so many hours on this. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, that, that's where my mind immediately jumped, and then it jumped to why I thought that title was problematic back in the day. <laughs> Yikes. Um, you know what? All power to them. I am looking yeah. forward to anybody who makes a thing that does a job better. Yeah. I don't necessarily see a total niche in the market where this can be a front runner ever. Yeah. I think a lot of people are, a lot of companies are finally looking at video games like, Oh, we can make some money here. Mm-hmm. Seeing Xbox and PlayStation and Nintendo just take everyone's money already. Yeah. Like, oh, there's a there's some money we can take here. Well, you have a meritocracy of the big three where yeah. they're what survived, you know? Yeah. And now people are going, I kind of want to get on the, in on that bag. Absolutely. Unfortunately I mean, for Nintendo, I would say is probably the weakest contender of the three no, financially. No. No, they make way more money. Xbox really? is the weakest contender. Really? Yeah. Although well, that being said, are the you thinking of X? Are you thinking about Xbox as its own thing, or are you thinking about Xbox as backed by Microsoft? Uh, Xbox as its own thing. Okay, so I'm talking like, just like the war chest that Microsoft can bring to the table. Right, is far bigger than the war chest that Nintendo can bring to the table. Right, Microsoft regularly has lost money on, on Xbox. Xbox. Yeah, in some areas, like whenever a console comes out, they lose money on the cost of the console. Yes. Um, Nintendo has such a vast, loyal market mm-hmm. that they can keep putting out things that are basically five years old. Oh, and that's what they're doing. Yeah. Yeah. Like, the Nintendo Switch is not an incredibly powerful console. No, it's a 360 or a PS3. Yeah. The Steam Deck is a PS... or a PS4, essentially. Yeah. So, get but, with the times, damn it. <laughs> well, point is... The point I'm trying to make is that from a hardware and functional R&D standpoint... Right. People with a lot of money, like Netflix, can close that gap yeah. with not the craziest investment. Yes, I would agree with that. Yeah. I'm not saying that Nintendo's going anywhere. Cause no. They, they started as playing cards. Those guys know how to pivot. They're an institution. They will yeah. not. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, That's all I had there. Yeah. Uh, I watched uh, the new season of Seven Deadly Sins, and it was an incredible letdown. The first season was very good. Mm-hmm. The understanding of how power skills work. Mm. Um, everybody just keeps getting stronger and stronger, but without any real reason. Ah. Um, the good old anime. Yes. Well, like, Dragon Ball Z, it makes sense. You know, the enemies just get stronger. And you see the main characters train a bunch. Uh, so, really since it's like, ah, oh, yes, I forgot that I used to be all-powerful. Oh. So I just, therefore, am not anymore. <laughs> like, what? They... they, they all of the sins are these legendary fighters 
who used to be incredibly strong, and now they suddenly aren't anymore, and they're starting at the bottom again. But no, there's no explanation beyond the fact that, yeah, we kind of just didn't fight for, like, 20 years. Like, <laughs> Oh, my God. It's the silliest thing. And, like, the first, se- first yeah. season was very good, very compelling. Mm-hmm. And then, like, characters come back to life with no explanation. And just, like, oh, man, it's like nobody proofread it. Oh, no. <laughs> That's a tough look. It Across the board was not very satisfying and I'm pretty oh. sure this was the end of it and I like I read this is the third show in a year that I have finished and went pretty sure that was the end of it oh but I'm not sure the writers knew that and I'm not sure that anybody else watching it will know that ah oh. Tokyo Ghoul and um, Escape The Promised Neverland are both fall in that category as well oh god yeah <laughs> that's tough and this is also the second one and it's like an anime in a few weeks that you've watched all the way through and been like, huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah that is also true. The the other one at least has future se- seasons coming. Oh. Yeah. How do you feel about that? I'll probably watch them. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we we understand I'm a fat person for TV. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Glut, a glutton for punishment. Just truly will watch anything. Oh man. Um what is what is drink talk? I'm uh, looking at our Google talk and I well, we finished the drinks that we were going to discuss. Oh, okay. You made something light and summery, and it was very good. Yes. I don't was... usually have gin drinks. This was a good gin drink. It's a bee's knees. It's a Prohibition-era cocktail. Mm. Um, back in the Prohibition, people will tell you incorrectly that a bunch of cocktail, like, cocktails were born out of the Prohibition. They really weren't. They were really simplified during the Prohibition. Right. Where, oh, I'm only going to make something with three ingredients. And yeah, whatever you have on hand. Right. I can't store a ton. I need to be able to hide it. And if I do get busted, I don't lose a ton of money throwing it out. Right. So this is like honey simple syrup, which is just half and half honey and water boiled so that the honey is then pourable. Right. Uh, gin. Again, an easy thing that they could have come across in the Prohibition. And um, lemon juice. Yeah. Again, super easy to come across. Pretty good, too. Yeah. Uh I recommend Ford's Gym. They're not a sponsor yet. Uh, got the check, Ford's. But like something like any gin you can get your hands on is going to be go pair well with this. It's such a simple cocktail that you, it's almost like it's almost like a um, the daiquiri for gin, you okay. know, or like. Yeah. And I'm not talking your frozen daiquiri that's a million calories <laughs> and you know, right? Crushed ice and you know just syrup. Right. I'm talking like the old school cocktail where it's an ounce and a half of rum, lime juice, simple syrup. Right. And it's meant to be drank almost like an old-fashioned but like a much sweeter Hmm. cocktail. Um, Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. But they're very good. Yeah, You can drink way too many of them and not realize how many of them. Oh, absolutely. you could. I can easily see that. Mm -hmm. I mean, I finished that one real fast. Yeah. And they are. Sneaky, sneaky devils. Sure are. We, in college, uh, we used to make this drink that actually, I didn't know it at the time because I did not get into cocktails in like, until like two years ago, watching Greg's channel, How to Drink. Yeah. Which, Greg, if you ever want to come on the show, I know you love movies and TV. You'll never hear this. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but we'd love to have you. We would love, absolutely love to do leave, a partnership. Leave a voicemail. Call it. Call it. Hotline. <laughs> But um, we used to make something with the whiskey sour mix, which was just that lemon juice bomb thing that you would get at the grocery store. Oh, God. Uh, gin and Sprite. Okay. And we called it $2 Drunk because each cocktail was – and this was back when New Amsterdam was the cheapest stuff oh, gin God. you could buy. 
Um, <laughs> I'm in pain. We used to be able, like, you could get messed up on a game day with one cup. Because it just masked it. Hooey. Yeah. And now I'm realizing that this is the refined version of basically that same thing because yeah. you have a lemon lime soda, a lemon a, simple syrup, basically, honey-ish, honey-ish mixture, yeah. and gin. You took out the bubbles, but yeah, pretty yeah. much. You stepped up the quality of everything else. <laughs> you know, honestly. There, uh, David Wondrich, who's a uh, one of the master bartenders, like if you ever hear people reference the invention of cocktails in the modern era, yeah, uh, says something like, a drink is only as good as its cheapest ingredient. So a lot of people will buy like a nice bourbon, then they'll skimp on the simple syrup, uh, the yeah. bitters, whatever. And his argument is it's better to take a cheap spirit because a cheap spirit can stretch a long way mm-hmm. and have good ingredients that you yeah. add to it. Good fresh stuff mm-hmm. uh, that masks the shittiness. Honestly, yeah. good. That's what an old-fashioned was. Hey, your bourbon, Prohibition era, bourbon was often... Vodka that was aged in oak barrels because it was easier to sneak, make, yeah. whatever. Uh, like, a lot of times I had formaldehyde and shit in it, just oh, a flavor. And old-fashioned was, put some sugar in this, because sugar makes the medicine go down. Mm-hmm. Make it palatable so I can still drink it. <laughs> and there you go. Yeah. That was a co- little uh, nugget of cocktail history. Yeah, drink talk. <laughs> uh, we'll skip that, this one for the next one. Okay. Um... I see. Are you? So this was in the news like a week or two ago. <laughs> this is old news now. It is now old news. We haven't recorded in a week. We made a backlog episode. Um, but I had a blast reading this article, and I cannot remember any real information on it besides what I have written here. Uh, I have a little bit more, a few more details that I can okay. add in when you're done I, with this. A diver diver got swallowed by a whale and immediately spit up while diving for lobsters. Yeah. And I titled the segment The Jonah Affair. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, he was diving for lobsters. Apparently, he didn't realize what was going on. He just, like, it suddenly got really dark for him. Mm-hmm. He was like, oh, maybe a boat's passing overhead. And then he got... And then he's like, am I in a cave? Like, I can't... What's move? happened here? And, like, his, he lost his rebreather, so he had to grab that real quick, put it back in, and he's like, hold on, there's an air pocket in here. What's going on? Holy crap, so he got, like, that deep in he the was, thing? He was in the mouth of the whale. Oh, my God. I love that. Uh, and then, yeah, just spit him back out. And he was like, what the hell just happened? <laughs> Apparently, it, like, breached to spit him out, too, because there's, like, some comment, like, yeah, whale came up, and then when it left, uh, our diver was sitting there, like, floating on the top of the water. <laughs> Gosh, what sort of Pinocchio shit did he get into as well? Jimmy Cricket's on his shoulder like, you don't want to be here, man. Apparently, he also almost died like five years ago, too. Like, oh, God. Very, was in a car accident that, uh, like, really he shouldn't have walked away from, basically. Jeez. Like, this dude's pr- I'm pretty sure this dude's unkillable. <laughs> He's too powerful. <laughs> God's throwing whales at him now. <laughs> Nature's just fighting back. Oh, no. Oh, uh, Oh, man. I don't have any other cool news that happened recently, unfortunately. So that's all we get. Oh. <laughs> Unless uh, you have something. One thing I want to talk about that I just saw the advertisement for, this is an A24 property, which is why I was thinking about it ah. a minute ago, is um, A24 is doing a movie or TV show, I'm not sure which, for something, a project called The Green Knight. Oh, yes. I've seen and that. It's so I want to see it so bad. Yeah. yeah. It's uh, the story of Gwen Gowan. G- Gawain? Gawain, yeah. Gawain. Something like that. Uh, 
a night on Arthur's round table. 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 Yeah. Table that's around. Yes, the, that table. <laughs> uh, circular table, some might say. I tried to pull it up on the A24 page. Absolutely couldn't do it. I really don't see it. Yes. I'm so down to see it, and we're going to talk about it on the show whether you want to or not, but it sounds like you want to. So. Oh, dude, I am so here for it. Um, it's got Dev Patel as our lead character, um, and you'll recognize him from projects such as... The ones that you're about to read. Yeah, honestly. Um, i trying to see what he's most known for. Slumdog Millionaire. I, can't, I never saw that movie. I didn't either. Um, he was in Chet. Man, this is a bad list. I don't like any of the movies that they have for his most known for. Um, let's see. He was in Chappie. Let's see what I liked. He was in <laughs> The Best Exotic Married oh, Hotel. He was Neil Samfat in Newsroom. There, Newsroom is like hit or miss for a lot of people. The first season I think is amazing and it gets a little bit worse every season after that. But man. Oh, wait. Is this the guy we paid money to do the Zuko voice? No. He's, no, it's absolutely not. Oh, no, no. He was... No, it's so not. <laughs> he was Zuko in the live action. Correct. Yes. That's why he's on there. <laughs> <laughs> They're two very different people. So di- I was like, this does not look like that guy. <laughs> oh. I was like, did we get had? <laughs> <laughs> Imagine if we got him to do it. And he's like, I don't want to oh. do this. I oh. hated that role. The Madeline's like, what did you get me? <laughs> I wish we had done it that way. I know. <laughs> oh, that would be hilarious. <laughs> Madeline would have hated it. <laughs> or loved it. I think she might have... She would not have liked it nearly as much. No. But she still would have loved it because of the hilarious... Yeah. This nature of it. Also, um, Sean Harris playing uh, our King Arthur in this. Mm-hmm. Wild. Because <laughs> I picture him as like very much from that Mission Impossible role... Uh, where he's kind of a more frail guy who just happens to outsmart everybody he comes across. Yeah. Um, as a side note, I have only just now realized that it releases on July 30th. Uh, a bit of inside baseball, I won't be in town. Yeah, so um, you're going to get two episodes with me and Q, and probably another episode with me and some co-hosts, because Q will be out of town for two straight weeks. Yep. And so I'll be uh, scrambling to get some recordings done, since we... Really made an attempt to have a back catalog. We, we made an attempt, and we got one. And we got one, and then we utilized it immediately. Yes. <laughs> because the 4th so, of July ruined all of us. Yeah, the back catalog wasn't very back. Nope. Back, um, back, back it up. <laughs> but may, I'll try to see it somehow, and then we can talk about it uh, when I get back. Or if you see it beforehand, talk about it beforehand. Fine, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it'll be the crazy end all be all, so it'll definitely be something we can wait to discuss. I'm not going to be petty about it. <laughs> it's already gotten 86% like this movie. I don't How? <laughs> I, I, I love when people like a movie before it's released. And I'm like, really? Really? You, you love it that much already? Audience reviews, five stars. I went to see A Quiet Place 2 yesterday and was blown away by the Green Place, <laughs> a Green Night trailer. <laughs> Are you kidding me? You can't rank oh, on the trailer. That's outstandingly dumb. I love that. Um, I'm pretty sure the movie will be a masterpiece. Five stars. <laughs> so, my, the very last news item I think we need to discuss yes. at the end of Black Widow in relation to the, uh, the end credit scene. Yeah. Wait, what? Q's, Q's upset because it's uh, we've hit 55 minutes already. Already 55 minutes in and we haven't talked about Black Widow yet. Yes. We've got to get better at this. 
Yes. An hour and 15 tracks well. That's only... I mean, if we... All right, we're talking about Black Widow now. Yeah. <laughs> Spoilers. We got 20 ahead. minutes. Yes. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I think this movie needed to be released like five years ago. It needed to be released before Endgame for sure. Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah. Anytime before Endgame, fine. I think it would have played much better on the heels of Captain America and Winter Soldier. So, but it's placed after Civil War. So. Oh, yeah. I disagree with the, you. The, <laughs> I'm more bent just from the espionage, similar theme standpoint, but yeah. Very much. Right. Yeah, they went for a, uh, a born movie with a. Uh, Doctor No villain, who mm-hmm. in my opinion was more Doctor Evil than Doctor No. Yes, um, I didn't like how tech. little we kind of saw of him. Yeah. It, yeah, just um, we had like thirty. I did think it was a cool trick to do the pheromone blockers thing. Like, yeah, I thought it was cool. I thought it was a cop out a little bit. I was like, ah, huh. yeah, a little bit, yeah. But I, I liked how was... they got around it. Mm-hmm. F- break your nose. <laughs> yeah, I I did appreciate the like I like a good gritty fight ending. Yeah. Um, I will say I was wrong about what our end credit scene was going to be. Oh okay. Um, but we'll get into that yeah, in a minute. So we should talk um, about the rest of the movie. First. I enjoyed. We just in, we jumped straight to the ending. Yes. God damn it. The the opening. Yes. Where we get a young Black Widow and a young oh, Yelena. Ha. Give me a whole movie with Dave Harbour as a fucking um, as in the Americans. Yeah, I, with superpowers, man, that was so dope. When they're getting the plane ready, and you're like, toss and he the, tosses the trailer, yeah. and you're just like, ah, I see what we're working. Like we're back, and Marvel's back. Yeah, like because up to that point, you didn't get any superpowers or anything, and so it was like, ah, oh, man, like it's gonna be very a superhero light movie, and then he flips a trailer that obviously weighs like six thousand pounds. Yeah. Um, it, I was I was surprised they even were in America for three years. Like, yeah, I didn't. I never imagined if I was thinking of Black Widow. Like, I thought I was raised as a child as a super assassin person. Not mm-hmm. like, oh, I got to have a few years as a as a suburbanite in Ohio. It was very intriguing to hear her talk about it because she knew as a kid what the Red Room was. Nope, not the Red Room. Is it the Red Room? It might have been the Red Room. Yeah. Did they really use the same red room between that and Fifty Shades of Grey? Wait, what? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> like, they really didn't pick a different name? No, they didn't. Neither one of the two of them did? Yeah, red, red room is the thing. Yeah, it popped up at the, the third act. All right, we're going to gloss over that little revelation because, sure quite frankly, right. my brain can't function with that. Do you, want, do you want me to give you a slight uh, break from that go back to the super soldier real quick or no because we on? we had evidence where she didn't want yelena going into the program because she had right. already been through it and yes, i, th- I found that, that intriguing as young as she was to have already been a black widow right or done like some sort of training or yeah. whatever an introdu- introductory phase into it yeah uh that was all i wanted to get out of that and then i realized okay. so there's <laughs> you realize that ha huh, this one serious movie this one gross movie yep um, you, you were going to talk about super soldiers? Yeah. Do you want to know who else got the super soldier serum in the MCU? In the MCU? Because it's more than you probably think. Um, I'm going to go with... Let, let's see if I can't get them all. Okay. Um, we have got... Is... Okay. With Shang-Chi, are we considering Abomination uh, as one of those? Yes. Okay. Um, was that the sticky one you thought I might miss? No. Um, we've got the two guys that were referenced in Captain America Winter Soldier. Yep. Um, we've got the Winter Soldiers, yeah. The Winter Soldiers. We've got 
Um, what's the guy's name who takes Captain America's shield? The new Captain America. Um, oh, John Walker. John Walker. I can't think of the actor's agent. name. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, who becomes U.S. agent. We've obviously got Steve Rogers. Um, the Hulk technically was a super soldier yep. serum. Bruce Banner took it. Um, we obviously have uh, – not Crimson Dynamo. They call him that as a joke, yeah. which is a hilarious reference to Iron Man 2. Oh, yeah. Because uh, Mickey Rourke plays the, the character that is Crimson Dynamo. Huh? I thought he played Whiplash. Uh, I think the Russian name is the same character that – was oh. Crimson Dynamo in the comics? I might be wrong on that. Um, probably. I can't. Not. I won't look it up to, to <laughs> say not. Um, we've got all those. Uh, we've got David Harbor in this. Mm-hmm. Who am I missing? So you've got uh, the Red Skull. Oh shit! That was an easy one too. Uh, Steve Rogers, Bucky Barnes, Isaiah Bradley, the Flag Smashers. Is Isaiah Bradley the, the um, previous Black Captain America Nick, uh, from, that was referenced? Okay, that was shown in uh, uh, Falcon Winter Soldier. Falcon Winter Soldier. Yeah. yeah, Flag Smashers also from Falcon Winter Soldier. John Walker, U.S. Agent. Uh, you got Bruce Banner, Emil Blonsky, so Hulk and Abomination. Okay, and some guy named Joseph. Just Joseph. Oh. oh, he's one of the Russians. One of the, yeah, yeah. one of the, the Hydra Winter Soldiers. Yeah. They named him, so I was like, huh. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so you pretty much got it. You forgot yeah, Red I forgot Skull. Red Skull. I, you know what? I'll take that. Yeah. And you forgot Isaiah Bradley, but that's And fine. Isaiah Bradley, yeah. Well, no, no, I referenced Isaiah Bradley. I just couldn't remember his name. Okay, fair. Uh, but the, the Incredible Hulk having Super Soldier Serum was not something I ever remembered from those movies as well. That I is... continue for, to forget it because I continue to forget that movie existed. <laughs> That one always jumps out at me because I re- distinctly remember that that's why the Hulk gets his powers right. is they thought that it might be gamma-derived. Right. Uh, yeah, they were trying all sorts of experiments to get a super soldier. Soldier, serum. yeah. Um, so although it's not the, obviously not the same one that Captain America received, it yeah. is a variation of a super soldier serum. Yep. Um, so that was my fun fun facts on super soldiers. They, uh, I think Nick Fury also has a variant on it. Nope. Not on the wiki. <laughs> No, 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 no. Not, not, the, not in the context of the MCU. Yeah. Uh, the, I'm talking the old white uh, Nick mm. Fury with the eye patch. Oh, his, mean, uh, he's got something that makes him age at like half speed. Shit, who was uh, who was the actor from Baywatch? The guy. The nope. Uh, nope. No. Oh, not Hasselhoff. The, Hasselhoff. Yeah. yeah, I was gonna say you mean the David you, you Hasselhoff. Mean, yeah, you meant uh, the Nick old Fury. Yeah, Nick Fury. I can't speak today. What it, your alpha brains make it give me mush brain. <laughs> Anyways, there was a movie with David Hasselhoff, uh, Nick Fury. Yes. That was released in the past. Wait. <laughs> Great. It's bad, but it's Like live action? Yeah. Holy shit. It's not good. Is it played by David Hasselhoff? Yeah. Um. As Nick Fury. It's not good. It's real bad. Fill in some audio here. I gotta get some pictures of this. I mean, it's from, uh, I, I know about it because of Mr. Sunday Movies. Uh, plug, 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 plug. Hi. Uh... They, oh my god. They did a caravan of garbage on it, and it is garbage. It's not good in any way, shape, or form. Nick Fury, Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D., 1998. Yep. <laughs> oh, this is staggering. It's, yeah. And then, you know, you had uh, some comics artists uh, who 
maybe played a little fast and loose with their drawings. It might have been more tracings. Uh, <laughs> draw Nick Fury as Samuel L. Jackson. And then say, and, I would have him play me if I was ever in a movie. Well, there was almost a lawsuit. Yeah. And the part of the settlement was Nick Fury being Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah. Uh, wow. This is this looks bad. It's, it's so bad. I would love to see... Okay, hot take though. It's, I would love to see a multiverse where we get an old David Hasselhoff... As a Nick Fury, that'd be pretty cool. That would be that'd be a fun Easter egg for the people that know that this exists. Basically, it's a bad version of the movie we watched, Black Widow, which yes. was good. Yes, I enjoyed it. I, I yeah, it. I found this to be a lot of fun, very enjoyable, and yeah. all of my nitpicks are just that they're nitpicks. They're not glaring yes. indictments against the movie. Yeah, no, they're like there's a few like logical nitpicks I have on it, but otherwise it was a fun time. Marvel's mm-hmm. back. The <laughs> After there's a big uh, prison break scene, and as they're flying away, they talk about like having a lack of fuel to get somewhere. Cutting to the next scene where the helicopter oh falls out of the sky God. made me audibly laugh alone in I my townhome. Out loud at that. I so Jake, unfortunately, his first watch of this had to be at home. Yes, uh, just timing with the show, and I did you. the Disney Premiere Plus. Spent the thirty bucks. Disney, make it easier for me to do it on my Xbox. Just let me do it on my Xbox. Don't make me go to a separate page on my phone. Yes. And I was able to watch it at an um, old school theater in downtown Atlanta called the Cinemark uh, Arts, Midtown Arts Cinema. Did you just pull potato chips out of your pocket? No, absolutely not. Oh. They're uh, uh, cough drops. Okay. <laughs> I just heard like that slight rustling and just texture-wise, they didn't look like anything I could place, like car keys. I, yeah, I popped one in my mouth. I was like, hmm, let's get a little sticky. Maybe I should take them out of my pocket. <laughs> the fact that my brain went to tortilla chips. Yeah. I, first off, that would have been impressive for me to walk around and not just be... Just have powder. Yes. <laughs> uh, Anyways, you wouldn't suck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I do recommend... Spending the ten extra dollars and going and rewatching this at a theater, the sound design is very good. Yeah, I mean, spend the ten bucks to watch in a theater, not the thirty bucks to watch it at home. But I've got a very good sound system and screen at home, and I really enjoyed it. It mm-hmm. was still a good experience for me. Uh, if I watched it at night and it was darker, it would have been better. But you know, it is what it is. <laughs> considering the downtime of this experience, some of the ending helicarrier Russian helicarrier. CGI was not no. as good as it could have been. Um, the uh, CGI where David Harbour gets shot with the uh, the darts, sleeper darts, is not that great either. It's not. No, he he starts to fall, and you're like, oh, those are absolutely CGI. Yeah, they don't move quite with him. Yeah. Very well. Um, I did think that that scene was funny though. It was very funny. I okay, hot take. If you were gonna make this a much much better movie mm-hmm. and have a better payoff for Black Widow. In Endgame, I think the family needed to die. Like the parents. Um, maybe. Because she, her, the big thing she keeps harping on in Endgame is how the Avengers are her family. Right. It's like, well, but now you have a movie where you got a family and they all live. Like, I mean, in a way, it kind of pays off because she brought them both together. Mm-hmm. And then she was the linchpin that died. Yeah. Whoops. Whoops. Um... That was also that was my big issue. Is like I, it would have been great to have a lot more tension if I didn't know she was already dead. That too, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that, and that's really the big nitpick. Is it just this came out a little too late for what it was? Yeah. Um, it, well, it got me thinking. This isn't a this isn't a Scarlett Johansson Black Widow movie. Right. It's a it's uh, a setup Yelena. It's a Florence Pugh Black Widow movie. 
where Scarlett Johansson's starring. Yes. Which I'm, like, I'm okay with because that's what passing the torch needed to be. Yeah. It's, um, it's very much a passing the torch and the, kind of the easiest handoff they could do mm-hmm. uh, with what they had. Can you so imagine the rumors that would the rumor mill that would have existed if this came out like six months ahead of the end game? Oh god! And they would have been like, "Black Widow's definitely going to die, but maybe she won't. But maybe she will." You wouldn't be able to have that end credit scene. I don't think. No, yeah. no, no. You couldn't have that end credit scene, and th- this end credit scene definitely plays heavier into. I think the way you would have reworked that in, in credit scene is she would have opened a uh, briefcase from yeah. um, Scarlet J- Natasha, right? And it would have had an Avengers thing in it, I where it was or, ambiguous as to why she was invited to join the Avengers, right? Or it's something where it's very similar to what did happen. Maybe she's not at a cemetery or whatever, but like right. gets the doc to say, "Go kill Ronan Hawkeye." Mm-hmm. The off the grid. Oh, like, that would have been a conquer. great lead in. Have uh, Jeremy Renner in a ma- in the Ronin mask. Yeah, the black hood and the terrible haircut. Yeah, <laughs> it's not a good haircut. <laughs> it's not. Man true. can't pull it off. Uh, but yeah, that'd be great to have a like a Ronin reference leaning into Endgame. Yeah, the, I, I'm sort of confused by the ending end credit scene. We've again skipped the ending. Damn it. Uh, anyways, I. I think they're leading into the TV show Hawkeye. Oh, yeah, yeah, Where, like, his Which daughter's is, now going to be, like, a young Hawkeye or something. Yeah, but it's weird to have a big movie lead into a TV show. I think this is what Marvel's doing, though. Like, I think they are... I think they The other way around works for me. It's weird to downgrade to the TV show. I, I think Marvel Disney wants to have those two mediums be completely intertwined. Yeah. Where we all wanted it to be like that with um, the Netflix version, but yeah. they didn't have enough control to produce a movie quality product with their TV shows. Yeah, and now they do. And For that, like, tell me, Loki wasn't like three small movies. Oh, it's in- it is incredible. Exactly. And so this Hawkeye, I think what we'll get is prior to a Phase Four film where Yelena stands off against Hawkeye. I think we'll have that resolved in Hawkeye. Yeah. And that way, people who watch this movie and said, oh, she's definitely taking up the mantle. And then we'll see her just go into being a good guy yeah. character. And, I see it, too. Yeah. And that way, you don't have this like weird transitionary movie where she feels like a uh, triagonist who's like the, the side-switching. She was a bad guy, but now she's on your side now that yeah. she knows that the bad guys are, really exist. Yeah, I mean, they're setting up, like, a Dark Avengers movie in a way. Oh, yeah. Where you've got U.S. Agent, and then now uh, Florence Pugh's... Black Widow 2. Bad... Bl- yeah. White Widow, whatever it is. Yeah. Um, also, the Hawkeye TV show apparently is coming out in 2021. This year? It's coming out this year, apparently. All right. I'm, I'm surprised on, but all right, cool for it. Go for it. I feel, yeah, like, there's so much stuff that's just, like, getting pushed out now to, like, accommodate the fact that... We had somewhat downtime. Yeah. Like, I'm actually shocked we haven't had more stuff released this year. I am too, honestly. Although I guess it, would, it was hard for people to film stuff in 2020. One. But we, I, I guess what I'm saying is there's so much of a back catalog. Right. And even if we were down to a quarter, it seems like everything from 2019 mm-hmm. and 2021 to, you know, and the first half of two. Or 2020 and first 2021. Yeah. Um, we should have 2020 had like, is a year didn't exist. So you're right. skipping it. We should have had like 125% of 
the usual volume of movies released this year, yeah. it feels like. I guess it's, pro- it's partly because people are the big studios are like, we don't want to release a movie to a theater that's not That's packed. empty. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's what it is. It just... It's, it's a little shocking that, that it played out exactly as one would have guessed. Yeah. Did you, by chance, see the Kevin Feige, uh, like, kind of talk about Phase 4? Mm-mm. Okay. He's got to... We'll watch it after the break. <laughs> um, but it was it's a good little kind of, like, he goes through and he basically says, we make movies for packed audiences. Mm-hmm. We want the feeling of people getting up and cheering when... Uh, Everybody has a shared experience. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Oh, absolutely. But so that's why they're like, we're putting out Black Widow and we really want you to see it in theater and we're going to keep doing this and we want you to go to the theaters and see it. So, yeah. I'm, I'm glad they're kind of pushing that and spearheading the, the charge to get back in the theater. That all tracks. Yeah. I'm here for it. Absolutely. Um, back to the movie. Yeah. <laughs> we're talking about. Um. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Uh, we gotta work on timing. We don't have to. I don't we see won't. a problem with the timing. That's the pro- I think that's the big problem. Probably <laughs> is I I see zero problem in the way that we operate. Fair. Uh, um, I don't know. It's a good movie. Uh, I having the Black Widows be a very not that covert operations. Like they're wearing like labeled Black Widow suits yeah, that was... in broad daylight and Taskmaster. That was a little like, heavy-handed. Yeah, I like the Taskmaster Swiss, but he's wearing a like colored metallic suit. Everyone's gonna take a picture of him. I or her. I liked the way that they portrayed Taskmaster. I would have not liked to use the IP of Taskmaster for the for it. Yeah, I think um, they'll. I think they'll reuse it somewhere. Yeah, and it was kind of obvious who it was. Uh, yeah, with a lot of lead time. Um, yeah, they. They Chekhov's gunned it. Chekhov's Pretty explosion. Heavy, yeah. Yeah. Pretty um, <laughs> I, I don't know. Like, the character was fun. The character was cool. I just, like, we didn't get a face with a villain until yeah. really late in the game on this. And that I think that was its biggest, one of her, its biggest shortcomings. I also, like, kind of wish they hadn't done a activate the Taskmaster initiative and then, like, shown Taskmaster before the attack on the bridge. Mm-hmm. Like, pull a Winter Soldier... Just have them appear. Yes. And then be like, who the hell is that? Who and is this monster who's just wrecking us? Yeah. Yeah. That's, I, I agree with that. I hadn't thought about it that way. Yeah. That was that was one of the opinions I had. But for the most part, very much enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. What would you give it as a rating? And this is going to fall in my bottom third of Marvel movies, which, hmm. all things considered, like my lowest score on a Marvel movie is above an 80. Yeah. Um, I'm going to give this like an 86. Okay, I mean, I was going to give it an 85, so I'm right there with yeah. you. Uh, but, like, think about your Marvel movie rankings. Yeah. It's definitely lower. It's it's very mid-tier for me, I think. Okay. I have some low-tier ones, like Thor, Thor the, Dark the Dark World. World. Not good. <laughs> Bad movie. You hates that movie. Thor the Dark Thor? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I have very little problems with it. I think that might... How? <laughs> That's a discussion for another day. <laughs> I think a lot of people feel very similar to our thoughts, though. Like, it's a very mid-tier mark. It's yes. box office-wise, in the middle. It's mm-hmm. right in the middle of yeah. all the top ones, so. Um, I, I think this was a good um, reintroduction into the universe. Yes, um, I agree. 
And I'm looking forward to everything else coming out. I think we're at a point, though, where, like, the comic complaint has always been weak Marvel villains um, and just very kind of cookie-cutter plots. And I think this was a little bit more of the same, but that's not necessarily a bad thing. And I think what's good that's going to come out of it is good palate cleanser, and now Mm -hmm. it's time to get some weird stuff going in there, especially with what we're seeing with Loki. Yeah. Uh, I'm fine with having weak villains now, as long as there's a good character analysis. If you go in yes. on who the movie's about, they can be a trash villain. Usually, it helps for them to be a good, good villain, villain. Yeah, but yeah, I agree. Like it, it's almost like a hygiene factor. Like mm-hmm. you go to a restaurant, you never like go. I'm going back there for a clean bathroom. Right. Like if the villain is above a certain threshold, as long as the character development and all, the payoff is all there, I yeah. feel pretty com- comfortable with the money I spent. Absolutely. Yeah, I would definitely agree with you there. Um, our ratings do put Black Widow in our top 15 at number 14 <laughs> um, yeah what are we watching next do we know do we, you're gonna get we, some filler probably yeah uh, our next episode I don't know what order it's gonna be released we're gonna discuss um, the DC animated universe um, superhero heavy. Yeah, yeah, very very superhero heavy the next couple of weeks, and I think we're gonna do Silence the Lambs coming up. Um, All right, yeah, just a little throwback. Whole other direction, whole different direction. Uh, if you think uh, Hannibal Lecter is a superhero, then uh, we've got some problems. Yeah, <laughs> if you think what? if you think we're staying the course with superhero talk, we're taking a hard right. It's pre crime. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh, man. We're going to take a short break and probably try and record one more uh, backlog episode. And uh, you, you won't hear it when this drops. Yeah, you'll you hear it. it later. Yep. You guys uh, have a good week. Bye. See you next time.